Yeah, we're on. Dave. Welcome to the Shy Fit Podcast. Welcome to Coffee with More American. Mozzie. <laughs> <laughs> Max, how are we doing? I'm all good, thank you. I'm I've not got you. coffee. I've got a uh, biscuit flavoured tea instead. Does it actually taste like biscuit? It, well, let me tell you that it's just like any herbal tea. It smells a lot better than it tastes, but it's oh, still. They, they are tricks, aren't they? I've, I've bought them yeah. before. Like the uh, anyone that's had the uh, salted caramel green tea that literally yeah. doesn't taste anything like salted caramel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm drinking a coffee from the one and only the roastery. So you know, just a little plug there for us before we start. Um, all right, so I thought uh, we discussed earlier on today about jumping into a podcast just to talk about what we've been doing so far. Uh, th- this podcast really is directed towards all of our members across uh, all three locations. Uh, a little podcast just to talk a little bit about what we've been doing behind the scenes, um, obviously some of the things that will be happening over the next few weeks, and also our plans for the future uh, as we go through this sort of period of unknown and what we're doing as best as possible to plan and prepare for uh, getting our doors back open again. So, starting off with Max. Max, you've pretty much been on the front line with all this stuff. Um, the first things we, we, we did was obviously launch these online classes. Uh, if we were Ryan just before that, when obviously coronavirus was all kicking off, and we actually had this discussion like this about what we might do, and we started to put our plans together, and it, I think we pretty much in 24 hours released everything and did it. Um, what, what was our initial idea with, with, with doing all of these things? Well, I think the main thing that we wanted to achieve was to just give value to our customers. That's what we've been trying to do all along and uh, well, give as much value as possible. And one of the key things that we deliver at Shirefit is uh, that energy and that kind of um, atmosphere. And we realized that people training at home were probably not going to be able to create that same atmosphere, but we still could perhaps deliver energy through uh, the internet, through live classes, so we trialed, well, Jack, actually, you did most of the trial process setting up with Zoom and um, using the gallery view on Zoom so you could see people and realised that actually like that was going to be a key factor in keeping people trained, keeping people motivated, uh, knowing that there's someone on the, other, on the other side of the camera who's watching you um, and sort of keeping you accountable, really. And it helped us keep some of the community aspect as well that we deliver in our classes, like the fun warm-up games and the team wads and, um, you know, the types of classes like today's one where the class doesn't finish until everybody's finished and, and, and those sorts of things. I think the live class have been awesome, really. You, you've took quite a few as well. Yes, obviously, I have just passed them over to some of the coaches just with, with us down to get a little bit busier in the preparation uh, over the next few months. So, yeah, you're right. The, the biggest challenge we've had is implementing our culture into this whole new scenario because, uh, unfortunately, our business model it, it was designed around the opposite of social distancing uh, and being stuck at home. So it's been, we had to pivot pretty quick and quite rapidly and a big change. So, number one, I did really appreciate the, uh, you know, the members buying in and getting involved still and and not just running a mile um, right at the start when it was sort of the unknown for everybody. And yeah, like you said, the first thing we want to do is release live classes because we did trial it out on, on Zoom and it did seem to work quite well. Um, and we, we obviously a few little niggles, we, we roll straight into a, a pretty, pretty hectic timetable straight away, running two, two classes in the morning, two in the evening. And all we've done is slowly growing that, um, offering more and more and more. If we just talk about the, the programming for those home wads, because this is one of the first things we talked about, the challenge of training at home 
with no equipment and something you've been doing amazing obviously for those who don't know max is heading up the programming with, with coach jake uh and max has been doing a fantastic job of obviously making these sessions as varied and different as possible which has been the biggest challenge but yeah with the, with the programming side of things just specifically for those live classes what's been the goal how have you done it how have you made it engaging every single day even though we've only got our body weight to use um that's the goal really has been engaged i think engagement we've been trying to get people to enjoy training and we, we appreciate the challenges that people are facing at home, you know, um, with a new environment and stuff like that. So every session has been, been geared to our, around people having fun and enjoying the classes. Uh, we, we set up a little structure in place to help us program um, so that we didn't overload different body parts and so that people get variation as well. So we've been following like Monday's been our press day, Tuesday's been aerobic capacity, Wednesday's been leg day. Thursday ab day and Friday has been like typical CrossFit Metcon um, style workouts. I think we've, we've done really well um, between us as a team, really just trying to keep it varied and try and keep people enjoying the classes. And, and since we've started, we've actually got better at it. So I think since, you know, the first week, probably we learned a few lessons that now we're applying uh, in order about keeping people moving and, um, reducing rest times in the classes and also adding in some different implements now like we've introduced the rucksack and that allows people to get some sort of weighted stimulus as well yeah agreed i think uh yeah that was our first worry wasn't it it was like how are we going to make these engaging and obviously how are we going to add things like weighted stimulus uh make it different and varied but yeah you've done a great job obviously the bit the thing i've been most impressed with with the, with this stuff is number one is like the, the the people that are getting involved with it and doing it day to day the improvement we've seen with those guys in scoring and yeah it's where they've mad, been yeah. yes but it's made such a good opportunity right now like I know people love barbells. I know people love lifting weights, but this is such a good opportunity to build. You know how we power on about the boring stuff, the base, the pyramid, the foundations of building that foundational strength that is going to put these members that we've been seeing getting into it into such good stead when they get back into the gym on the barbells, conditioning kit, body weight moves. They're going to be ready to rock and roll, which is, which is one of our big goals. Yeah. I, I, I... We, we said all along that actually this will be a great chance for people to, um, you know, go back to basics, reset a little bit. And I mean, even if you're out there and you're thinking all I want to do is get stronger, even Olympic lifters do GPP, general physical preparedness. And that's because they need a good aerobic system. Because if your aerobic system's awful, you don't recover as quick and then you can't do as much strength training as you need to. So like even like just the base, that pyramid, just getting your metabolic conditioning bigger is going to help you get stronger in, in in the long run yeah agreed mate and then um so so yeah so we started obviously running these live classes uh we're running what what are we doing now one two three four five we're running at least six a day at the minute aren't we of live classes yeah varied yeah. times as well um there's a 10 o'clock slot now that's brand new we've got 12 o'clock classes on my main busiest class uh, in the evenings as well we've got um, a little bit of variation we introduced the specialist classes so and we wanted to give everyone um, a little bit of what we were doing before we closed at home that we, um, and a little bit of specialist training. So we introduced two classes, the chalk and the engine class. So now anyone with a cardio machine, which is quite a few of our members because they've, they've all been given out, um, can join in on the engine class. 
We've also in introduced the chalk class, which is pure body weight, to allow us to start working on some gymnastics movements in order to get people still progressing towards their gymnastics goals. And obviously, we've also implemented the lift class as well, so that anyone with a barbell, which is, again, quite a few of our members, can start getting that coaching, that programming um, in the live format as well. Yeah, mate, yeah, that, that was such a good addition. That was, I believe that was, I think that was your idea to start implementing some of those specialist classes. So, uh, yeah, the idea there is to people have got kit to give them a little bit of online coaching, not just programming that we put onto, onto Boxmate uh, over to those guys. And they've, they've been awesome. Been really good to watch people get involved with them and coach that high level with kit, all with specific goals in mind. Um, the other little additions that we put into our live classes as well were our kids sessions. Our kids have been fantastic. Obviously, any of you know uh, Coach Tash, she is incredible. Um, we, her energy is infectious and obviously uh, she, it only pays to sort of show that we've had a solid group of 10 to 15 kids doing every single session that she takes. And they're there, you know, at nine o'clock every morning ready to go. Um, and they've been doing fantastic. So that's been another addition that we added in. Uh, and we did throw that out to schools as well. And we have had schools and local sports clubs all jumping on that, which has been really nice to see. In fact, I would like to see more schools and also more sports clubs um, local to all the gyms jump in and do those classes because we are offering them out to uh to those kind of groups in need at the minute when they're all stuck at home uh the other one as well is the awesome lorna offering the stretch classes uh i've been well impressed with that and I've, we've we've had so many members uh comment uh, how much i've enjoyed those classes and that's twice a week where it's uh it's well i'd say it's relaxed i did i did two of them and oh my god it was tough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, it completely humbled me when i realized yeah. my core strength was to be <laughs> absolutely terrible but uh, it's yeah, a welcome really... change of pace. It's not as it's not as hardcore as CrossFit, is it? But mm. it's still difficult and it's still challenging. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're lucky to have Lorna. I think she delivers it so well. I, I personally have done yoga before at different places, and um, and like I don't enjoy the classes as much as I do hers. Um, she's an incredible yoga instructor. Yeah, I do and recommend she does it, CrossFit think... as well, which is the main thing. So yes. she understands the needs and requirements for the for the body for CrossFit. So she programs a yoga classes specifically to help people. And I've actually seen a lot of improvement in terms of like mobility with um, and a lot of the people who've been joining in those classes. They've been wicked. So, so yes, yeah, so the first thing that we obviously, when this all happened, we were like, right, we want to offer something live to people. Um, we, we'd used Zoom before for meetings. We thought it could possibly work. Um, and yeah, and obviously if we, we now fast forward 12, 12 weeks plus, we've now gone into the point where we're running a day-to-day -day timetable like we would do at the gym normally, offering a pretty, pretty vast array. We've got our live home wads, which is accessible on Boxmate. Then they can follow the class online with a coach coaching them and, you know, talking to you as you go along, giving you cues then we've got those specialist classes the kids classes and then also the stretch class so there's quite a lot of offering there if you're that way inclined to want to get involved online and see exactly what we're doing um the other bit then was the actual programming and we we were lucky enough to be working with boxman we've worked with them for quite a while now um in terms of you know offering advice uh and improving the software to and I, I think it's been fantastic transition for us in terms of using them as offering for people to progress log all their scores and then finally for us to put out on our platform all the programming um just if you intermingle that with the kit that we've given out as well just explain what we've been doing with that stuff yeah so mo the moment we got the notice from boris that we had to close the doors um mine and jack's like number one priority really was getting our equipment out so that our members could continue to use it and uh 
you know, each team did that slightly differently, but the overall aim was to give people as much opportunity as possible to train as much as possible. So, you know, like Jack has estimated about £100,000 worth of equipment went out to all of our members across the three locations. Yeah, my heart rate hasn't gone down yet, mate, to be fair. <laughs> so, on that note, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a piece of equipment but it's something entirely different to know exactly what to do with it. And so we decided straight away that we would um, organize the equipment into groups. We've got the cardio lovers, the heavy lifters, the swingers, which is dumbbells and kettlebells, the ballers, which is the wall balls and boxes, and then the whippers, which is ab mats, ab mats and uh, ropes. And then what we set about doing was programming for each individual group so that not only have they got the equipment, they also know how to use it. And each group is given daily programming again following similar structure um through monday through friday um working on different things and basically ensuring that our members know what to do with the equipment and and uh you know it's so much easier to, to just load up a box mate screen get your daily programming and follow that than it is to come up with your own workout um well I, that's what we hope anyway and that people are using the service yeah, I think it's also the fact that those weeks are all planned in order with that programming as well. So, you know, one of the faults I used to make when I was programming for myself was I would, you know, turn up to the to walk into the Globo gym or wherever I was based somewhere, uh, do a wad, do some training and stuff. Then next day I'd come in and do another one and often end up repeating a lot of stuff and do stuff that I was quite biased towards. And we've, we've chatted in the past about programming. One of the biggest things as an individual programming for a group is not to be biased on certain things, but try and look at it really really open and broad so yeah i think that's the biggest plan with the programming is the ability that you guys when you're programming these are making it as varied as possible with different tech like goals along the way that aren't going to affect the day previous or the day ahead um yeah and you know six different programs are often on there which is awesome you know six different workouts and if you're lucky enough to have a home gym you can choose from multiple different workouts each day to to go with so i think you've done a yeah, great I was discussing that with uh two of my members the other day ben and danny and hey they wait on a Sunday when it's all loaded up and they, they select like which bit. Which <laughs> do they really? Do. Like, it's so How cool much kit have they got? Uh, they've got a little home gym, yeah. I mean, it's, they're in the process of setting up Charlotte Barsley. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> mate, we've got some. We, 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 we've already seen members online, anyway. We've got some members that have got some incredible gym setups. It's quite funny because obviously, when we're online with them, uh, they're, they're in their gyms with all their kit, and I turn around and literally in here, all I've got is the rig, and that's uh, that's yeah. it. It's empty, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you do some wall balls today?" I'm like, "Well, because I've got any wall balls." Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's been really good with the programming, seeing um people follow it and i think the biggest one is track 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 um like the the whole idea of using boxmate for for my view on it anyway um is is that is to track your training it's not to create a leaderboard you know or leaderboard culture it's actually for you guys to track where you're at and see yourself improving because um especially at the minute it's going to help you you know push you to keep working harder and have a goal to work towards um so so keep tracking logging scores it also helps the coaches as we like track that and look on there like i know when, when i'm putting the bot uh, all the data in at the end at the start of the week um or syncing it all across the gyms and i do check and see people that are entering their scores pbs that are people are achieving and it's good for the coach to see that and be able to measure it and just see that it's working or see what's not working uh so yeah so we've got the programming all the live classes let's just uh talk about that kit rental as well before we move on um 
we've given out all this kit to everybody. We've split into different groups. And we've been going on. I, I can't remember. How long has lockdown been going Seven on? Seven weeks now? it's been, mate. Seven. Seven weeks, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, so seven weeks of kit rental, uh, and we've obviously just been given some more information, which we'll talk about shortly about the future. So uh, as a team, we decided that it was the right thing for us to uh, come and collect kit back in from everybody to, number one, service it all, clean it, and then redistribute it out. Um, what were our thought? What were our thinking behind this, Max? Uh, the main thing that we wanted to achieve was just um, well, a few. Well, actually, there were, were a few aims. The first one was that everybody gets a fair share of the equipment. Obviously, yes. we appreciate that some bits of equipment are um, probably more enjoyable than other pieces of equipment, and so in order to give everyone a fair share, this was the best way for us to do it. The second thing, in terms of training, is is providing a novel stimulus, so a new stimulus for your body. So we don't want to be hammering kettlebell and dumbbell all the time. We don't want to be hammering barbell all the time. We want to be switching it up. So um, that will also provides, you know, a different stimulus for your body for, you, for, the, for it to improve. And then finally, motivation. I mean, there's only so many hours you can slog away on a row, I assume, before you start getting a little bit bored and maybe you don't want to go on it anymore. So giving you something new to play with, something new to work towards, it's going to reinvigorate that motivation, get people working hard again. Agreed as well. I think you're right, especially because we, we've sort of got a bit of an idea on timeframes now as well that, um, that, that it was the right thing to do because we have got lots of members, for instance, that haven't got any kit. Uh, we've got lots of members that, that have been fantastic and said, you know, I don't want anything at the minute. We'll just follow the home wads. Um, but it, it, morally, it was the right thing. I think if we look at our culture, it is all about us being together as one. Uh, and it was the right thing for us to do to start spreading out the equipment to everybody now that everyone's had the chance to train for seven weeks with that kit. Um, and then obviously then to, to bring it back, check it all out, and then set, deliver it all out to people and just change the people that have had that kit. The stimulus stuff so important as well. So, so important. Um, it, it's good motivation wise it's going to help number two it's going to help not being too specific like if you've just been lifting weights for the last few last seven eight weeks then now it's an opportunity to add something else to your training especially because it's only hopefully fingers crossed going to be for a short while now um as we roll uh, as we roll into our sort of next stage uh, of shy fit a reopening and pushing forward so i suppose my message to the members was number one um thank you for obviously uh, looking after the kit thank you for using it obviously the whole idea of us distributing it out wasn't just to look good on instagram it was actually for you guys to um to be able to train still and continue to do what our central goal is which is to make a difference and uh, and influence you guys and everyone else so uh, number one thank you for using that and looking after it and then thank you uh, number two thank you to you know like the majority of the members who have been fantastic and uh, really looking forward to either using a different piece of kit giving someone else the opportunity to use it uh, and continue training over these uh, next uh, few weeks so Obviously, with that kit, is there anything else you wanted to add on that kit rental stuff, Max? Um, no, just, I mean, from my point of view, it's been awesome to see everyone being so understanding about it. And, you know, people actually putting a hand up and saying, I'll take, you know, whatever. I've got some equipment. So if you, if you need other people to um, have it, then take it off of my list. You know, mm. it, it reminds it reminds me of how selfless people can be, actually, in like, yeah. tough times. It's wicked that, to see that people are actually thinking about others um, and, and, you know, putting other people ahead of themselves on, in many occasions. Completely agree, mate. Completely agree. Um, so 
the kit rental idea was based off us getting a bit more information on the future now. And the first thing that we sort of got given a heads up with some of the announcements, I'm sure you've probably seen it already, is that our style of business, being a leisure style of business, is looking at um, a potential opening of July. So when we looked at that and knew that, we were like, well, naturally that we're, we're past the halfway point. We're now leading towards that kind of time frame potentially. So that was the reason we wanted to do the kit swap. Um, so the future... This is probably the big one, and this is one we want to chat about, really, just to give people a bit of a heads up on where we're at, what, what we've been planning, and, uh, and well, hopefully, uh, when we can sort of look to reopen. So, uh, I suppose, number one, these things can change, as we've seen over the last uh, few months. So, don't take everything as gospel. Uh, it all depends on, and you know, whether the social distant messages that, that we've been put in place now are working. And if they do work, then it, we have been informed that we'd be looking at around the July opening time. So if we do open in July, that's the first bit of information. Uh, the biggest challenge for us is that it's going to be heavily restricted because we have to stick to social distancing. Um, so that's what we've sort of been told at the minute that we'll have to still stick to social distances. As we said at the start of the podcast, the difficult thing for us is that the, our whole business model is designed around the opposite of that. So we're going to have to pivot that a little bit, but we've already come up with some really, really good ideas from the team members and how we can maintain our culture within the gyms. So, um, Max, we've already obviously been discussing some of our plans with social distancing. Um, I think the first one really was the way that we're going to um, still run classes. It, it won't be an open gym format because it, it's, not the, it's not the safest thing to do, as we saw before we shut down. So it's all going to be class-based. So people can get that coaching value still. Uh, but the numbers are going to be limited. Uh, which means we might end up having to take more classes to account for all our member base. And then obviously they're going to have to have like a, a, a one way in a one way out of the gym. Um, is there anything really like your thoughts with, with running your specific gym up at Yorkshire that you're going to have to implement up there for that? Um, well, it, it's, it will turn, I, I feel like to start off with, you've got to come up with a, an, a dis, a, a, an opposite of social distancing, Jack. Yeah. So that is our, um, our model. What are we going to yeah. say? Social. Come on. So you, what do you want? We need to say something different to social distancing. The opposite. What would be the opposite of social distancing? Social, social gathering. Social, social gathering. Social gathering. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to like remove social gathering, which is the main uh, function. Yeah. We probably built the gyms on. So prior to... Oh, Prior to lockdown, we'd have had everyone together at the start of the class, probably in the reception area. At the end of the class, everyone around the board, you know, um, celebrating their success in the class. And then probably people staying around afterwards as well. So number one for that is going to be majority of people won't enter the gym through the reception space. They're probably going to enter from a different ent entrance. Yeah. Point. Then going to file in in order, lock a conveyor belt system into their area of working out. The kit... Although there will be kit available, probably have to be minimal kit based on the fact that only one person can use has to stay within that area. Yeah. And then from there, the class will be run slightly differently, obviously, because we won't probably be able to do a whiteboard at the end. And we're probably going to shift people one by one through the reception space rather than um, together as a group. So uh, I think yeah. for the main, the main part, I think the best way for our members to visualize it or how I'm visualizing it in my head is like a conveyor belt system where people move in in one group and then move out in one group. Yeah, agreed. I think what, what we're looking at is really a maximum class size of probably around 10 people max. 
uh, with, the, with the different square footage at the gym, uh, each area being marked out. So you'll have your own little workout area with the set kit for that day's programming. So, you know, if, if, it, if it requires a cardio piece of kit and a dumbbell, that's exactly what you'll have a choice. And you'll go into that area where you, your box um, which will be marked out and you'll be there with a coach at the front of the room as you can see with me if you're watching the video format of it it'll always be boxed with me at the front or one of the coaches at the front delivering the class they'll still be able to coach there'll be music the whole goal for us is to maintain the atmosphere that we we haven't we can't have right now bring it straight back again so with the coach buzzing the music going with that high level coaching still be able to use coaching even though they won't be able to get right there and be physical with you um, they'll still be able to coach you a, a, a lot higher level than what we can do at the minute um and then like you said yeah the, the sort of rolling people back through reception on exit which will be the key for us um with us running back through uh, through the exit the goal with that is that they can still purchase things from the shop still get the roastery coffees all that kind of stuff as they leave so you're not really missing out on that on those bits uh and then obviously then going on the day the classes that we're going to run obviously we were discussing this before that max as well um, we do want to try and run some of the specialist classes still for people um, because we know that, that, you know, each, each and everyone has their specific goals and it helps us add that variation into your training. So we're going to predominantly have those CrossFit classes as the cent center of the timetable and those peak times. But then we're also going to look to add in engine lift and then potentially we're waiting out on some more information on social distancing and what will social gathering for us what we're going to be doing um uh, on the rig space with chalk looking to have a really small class of four to six people once or twice a week those people that really want to develop their gymnastic skills they can still do that with all the measures in place so yeah that you know that's pretty much our first stage we've already built and planned um in terms of how we're going to lay out all the gym spaces run run that uh i've just bought about bloody god knows how much um alcohol yeah. gel <laughs> yeah, ready ready because there's, there's so many things that have been sent out now that we're gonna have to follow i suppose uh number one is that uh, you know we're, we're gonna be open as quick we, we are ready so if uh if we found out next week um you know the day before we're opening we can open tomorrow we'll be good to pivot and go straight into it um the yeah. teams have been really really good at just chatting online occasionally and discussing that and uh and what we're going to do and we're obviously briefing them down on, on what we know and how we're going to do it um and, uh, and a big challenge for us is maintaining that culture so i suppose your safety is uh is our main priority and then the second priority is giving you that bit of shire fit that you have maybe haven't been able to have been missing right now that motivation um and all those things that you can get back in the gym and come and train was there any little bits you wanted to add on to that max um no i think you covered it all really well um the the, I suppose the upshot, if I could just summarise maybe, is just that it will be slightly different, but it's something exciting, something that for us to look forward to, um, you know, it, and it perhaps isn't too far away. It's actually on, on the, the light at the end of the tunnel is starting to appear. So, um, you know, I'm really excited. I can't wait to get people back in, even if it is in some sort of socially distanced way. It's going to be awesome for everybody to get people back in. Definitely, mate. It's going to be another step of improvement again uh, towards getting back to normality. I suppose also, um, which is a reason why that beer is looking so chiselled, is you've been spending lots of time in the gym improving it, as, as have we over at uh, Wellingborough and Corby as well. We've been using this time, you know, the first thing we said is uh, we want to try and use this time effectively to make some improvements and, uh, you know, 
I know for a fact when the when the Wellingbro members are going to come into the gym, it's going to be completely different. Uh, the the whole reception is going to be different layout. We've got more seating. We've got some better lighting. Uh, we've got a better shop setup. We've got um, you know we're potentially going to be doing some big things in the gym as well to make some changes. And at Corby, we've been doing repainting throughout. There's uh, there's again big reception changes over there, bathroom, everything, and then more some more equipment over there that we were lacking beforehand. I know that you've been doing obviously a full on paint job in there as well, which uh, which is looking good. So uh, yeah, I think we've been using the time effectively. So hopefully when you all come in, there's that extra little bit of improvement. Something that I'm really actually proud of the team with is that we don't really sit still um which is you know one of our things that we sort of took uh, from another business is move fast and break things so be willing to make changes quickly uh don't be afraid to do that And we've always been doing that as we've moved forward uh, and evolved i think rather than just sort of sitting back and being the same old and staying what we know so yeah we're going to continue to do that and hopefully in july we can open our doors again and get a, and get coaching in a more face-to-face -face rather than virtual portal so yeah any feedback would be wicked and uh, and obviously uh hopefully you've had the chance to spread the message if you've listened to this to the other members let them know what our plans are as we move forward and uh and yeah we'll uh, we'll keep working hard to hopefully get the doors open as quick as we can awesome Wicked, Max. Uh, I know you like these corny things to finish off with, mate. So, would you want to do like a high five or something? We'll do um, <laughs> start on three, Jack. Okay, go on then. You do okay. it. One, two, three. Shy of it. Love it. Right, oh, mate. Excellent. One. Good job. Good job. Guys, we'll speak to you soon. Obviously, as usual, give us, drop us a message. If you've got any questions on the social or email us at team at shire.fit. Uh, keep getting after it, team. Well done.